Welcome back to Literally Literary, where today we are discussing text and human experience. For the final segment, I will be addressing a listener's question. How do texts about human experiences offer insights into inconsistencies in human motivation? The human experience is a collective experience that we as humans all go through. However, each individual has their own unique experience. Two texts about the human experience are Anthony Dawes' novel All the Light We Cannot See and John Hughes' film The Breakfast Club. Both texts invite the responder to challenge their assumptions about groups and stereotypes. Individuals within groups are assumed to have a common motivation. However, Dor and Hughes both challenge these assumptions by offering insight into the many individual reasons for the actions of each different character. Dor uses contrasting characters and similes to express these inconsistencies, whereas Hughes applies characterization and music for the same purpose. Overall, both texts communicate the innate human qualities that are within all of us by showing up how our differences make us the same. Anthony Dawes novel All the Light We Cannot See features the character Verna, who is a Nazi. Nazis are stereotypically evil, their actions are motivated by the love they have for their country and the belief that Germany is the best. This is not reciprocated in Verna's motivations for joining the Nazis. Hans and Harry Burt contrast with Verna as they chant, Our flag represents the new era, our flag leads us to eternity after joining the Hitler Youth. These two characters represent the typical attitudes that would be expected in the Nazi party as they chide younger children for admiring anything foreign. These attitudes are contradictory to Werner as he just wants to escape Zolverine. Zolverine is associated with death, death, which is demonstrated in Werner's nightmares. As he walks the tunnels of the mines, the ceiling is smooth and black. Slabs of it descend over him as he treads. The mines are depicted as being death because the miners have face, faces like black skulls beneath their helmets and also move toward the mouth of the elevator like insects toward a lighted trap. The similes represent Werner's attitudes towards the mines and emphasises his fear of ending up like his father. This builds the motivation to get out of there and escape his fate. Therefore, Werner's motivations for joining the Nazi party were inconsistent and do not fit the stereotypical motivations assumed by majority of responders. Werner's motivations were for self-preservation, which is a very human quality. Dor exposes the responder to Werner's upbringing to allow them to understand the reasons for his actions, which in turn creates empathy. The empathy humanizes the Nazis and invites the responders to challenge their assumptions about their definition of evil. The Breakfast Club, directed by John Hughes, presents five school kids that all belong to separate groups. A brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, and a criminal. Their individual experiences are represented by their interactions with their parents at the beginning of the film. This provides the viewer with a small insight as to what their upbringing is like and also helps to distinguish between the characters' personal qualities. Each individual is a representation of their respective groups and embody the characteristics that are assumed for that group. Throughout the movie, the characters slowly reveal similarities and become closer. Brian even says, I consider you guys my friends when they're all sitting in a circle. Hughes uses music, specifically the song We Are Not Alone by Carla DeVito, which says, things look clear in black and white, to suggest that it's easier to stereotype individuals by groups, which is evident in the interactions between the characters at the start. Assumptions are made about the characters based on their background. However, it is revealed that their motivations for their actions are not consistent with the assumptions we make. Andy is perceived to be the tough jock and Bender mockingly calls him Sporto. However, when he reveals his motivation for taping Larry's buns together, it does not match with the assumptions. Jocks are assumed to enjoy taunting kids, but Andy shows remorse and says his motivation was to prove he was not weak and that he was like his father. This is inconsistent with the assumed motivations of bullies. Andy tells the story through tears, which emphasises the emotions of regret. The collective experience of detention results in all the characters becoming friends and challenges the assumption of the responder that individuals belong to certain stereotypes. 
Instead, we all belong to the same group, human. Both Dorr and Hughes compose complex texts that explore the inconsistencies in human motivation. They draw the conclusion that there is no consistent human motivation because each individual has an experience that is unique to them. They also show that we all share in the collective experience of being human. That's all for today's podcast of Literally Literary. I've been Michaelia and hopefully you've been listening. Thank you.